आई वी एम वेलकम टू एब्सोल्युटली राइट द फर्स्ट ग्राफोलॉजी बेस्ड पॉडकास्ट शो इन इंडिया आई एम योर होस्ट अदिति सुराना आई एम अ ग्राफोलॉजिस्ट एंड अ हाई परफॉर्मेंस कोच व्हेन वाज द लास्ट टाइम यू रोट नो आई डोंट मीन क्रिएटिव राइटिंग और नॉट इवन योर फेसबुक और इंस्टाग्राम पोस्ट आई मीन व्हेन वाज द लास्ट टाइम यू यूज्ड द एंशिएंट मेथड ऑफ एक्सप्रेसिंग योरसेल्फ थ्रू फिजिकल हैंडराइटिंग इन द हंबल पेन एंड पेपर स्टाइल I know we do not write nowadays and most people wonder how can I still analyze handwritings and talk about personalities that too with 85 to 90% accuracy I can't take much credit it's simply because our minds and bodies are closely connected and one reflects the other because handwriting was part of our childhood training it has also become part of our childhood muscle memory if you're still wondering if it works for you or not then be ready for some revelations in this episode in every episode i talk about one or two handwriting strokes and what they can tell about your personality do not think much grab a notepad where you have already written something in your natural style or if you don't have anything handy then write a paragraph right away as i describe the trait in the episode go ahead and look for them in your own handwriting make a picture of your writing stroke and tag me at aditi surana and ivm at ivm podcast on instagram our guest today is a young entrepreneur shruti chaturvedi who is the founder of chai pani it's a new age startup that publishes inspiring positive and solution oriented stories for young readers she is a recipient of prestigious awards like karmavir global fellowship and build india award as you listen to the episode make sure you check out our new segments on the show autograph please where i describe how exactly the guest is misunderstood by people around them by analyzing the signatures and second segment graphology tool of the week where i present a specific handwriting stroke and describe the behavioral pattern associated with it we will dive right into the live graphology session with shruti and her entrepreneurship related questions on the other side of the short break stay tuned Hello everybody. Welcome to another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. If you're not following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's been an absolutely incredible week on the network. We had so many great guests, so many great episodes. Advertising is dead. We had Faith to Suzon. It Varun took a break for 4 weeks, but what a bang he's back with. Siddharth Deshmukh celebrates the 100th episode of The Traveling Professor. It is a amazing show which I cannot say enough good things about. Please please do listen to it. And a different Siddharth on the network, Siddharth Bhatia. He's just been like absolutely guest after guest, right? This week Zoya Akhtar talking about Gully Boy. I couldn't imagine a more interesting conversation. Ragini Kumar is on two different episodes this week. She is on Cyrus Says and she is on Edges and Sledges, both in anticipation of her new show Zindagi Diaries. Do check out her appearance on both of those shows and her new show as well. Tanvi Ashok of the Millennial Athlete had a phenomenal episode with Dinesh Karthik and Abhishek Nair. Absolutely riveting stuff talking about mentorship in many different ways. Definitely do give that a listen. And finally, I have a request to all of you. We have our listener survey going out this week. Every year we send out a listener survey at the end of the year. We're doing it again this year and we would really 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 appreciate your help in letting us know a little bit more about yourself. Our advertisers are really keen to find out who's listening to us and more about them. Anything that you could do is kept anonymously and we would really appreciate your help in this. And to sweeten the pot just a little bit, we'll be giving a randomly selected group of participants in the survey some IBM swag. Last year we gave out coffee mugs, what we're going to give out this year is still a surprise. So please do help us out. We'd really really appreciate that. And with that, let me get you back to your show. 
Hi Shruti, how are you doing? I am doing good. How are you? I'm so excited to analyze your handwriting because I know in this uh, lockdown we have spoken about graphology analysis over and over again. Yeah. So here we are finally analyzing your handwriting. So before you ask me questions, I have to say a few things about your writing. Okay. Uh, anything you have in mind before I start? I am nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say as you should be. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, let's look please. at a few things that come to my mind as the first thing. Now, when I look at your writing, your handwriting moves upwards, which means if you write on a blank sheet of paper and hmm. not in this sample, but anytime you write on an unruled paper, your handwriting starts going upwards. Yeah. Now, most people feel if your handwriting is going up, that means you're very positive and that is a progressive sign. Now, let me break the myth for all of us. It is a sign of being somebody who's an enthusiastic person and positivity is what they showcase because they're enthusiastic. So if they believe in an idea that is really, really exciting for them, they jump on and they just start executing or start talking about that idea with lots of excitement. Whether they like it, whether they do not like it after some time, we do not know. But you know how some people are very, very uh, energetic. Some people are very sarcastic. Some people are very critical. The normal nature with which you, Shruti, uh, function is being enthusiastic with everything that comes your way. Uh, so that's my first point of assessment. Over to you. What questions do you have? Yeah, this is this is so true. And you know, when you say I just jump onto the ideas without, and I don't know how long I will sustain my interest or enthusiasm about that idea. Uh, and that is like a very, and it's been like five years I've been running my company. Usse pehle bhi, matlab, hai, parents of bachpan mein humko hobby classes mein lagate to haap nahi nahi guitar classes mein chaare hai. Pehle ka ek mahina to macha denge maha pe jake and then suddenly you just don't want to go and you are sometimes right. too ashamed to say this to the world. Inko aapne itna enthusiasm dikha diya hai apna to say that right. oh I'm not interested about it, in it anymore and uh, there is a certain level of shame associated with that. And I think uh, this also happens when you are running a business that, you know, sometimes you start initiatives, you start things that you don't feel like continuing after a while, which I think has been my trade. I don't know how natural is it or is it for everyone or is it just me that consistency, like I told you that, you know, it's a big problem for me and I would start things and eventually my interest is finished. interest and I want to move on to something next. I get bored when things get all settled and uh, in an autopilot mode and I just get bored out of it. Then. So it is very interesting for you to understand this as a pattern. You know, I look at graphology as a diagnostic tool, which means you can literally look at things which are not working for you, hmm. take score and then start implementing them differently. Now, what is enthusiasm? You see a possibility that this business, this work, this idea can get you to the next level. Right. Now, in some time, you realize that it is not taking you to the next level that you had thought about, hmm. which means if you said that that guitar class or that one next project will get me, say, to stage five, hmm. and it has only got me to stage two. So instead of looking at the progress, you really start taking score of why am I not on stage five? I think I need some other boost or other enthusiastic yeah. idea to jump on to. So please evaluate that for a moment, because if I look at your ability to plan and execute, I do not see that as a challenge. Hmm. What do I mean? That when you write your letter F 
And if you write it in a cursive style, which means you go up, you make one loop, you come down and make another loop, both on the right side. If your F is like that, in a cursive style, a complete F, that shows good planning and good execution skill. In most of your projects, when you're working at them, you are good with your planning and execution. But it is only a matter of feeling conviction or not feeling conviction. Yeah. Like right? sometimes, so you, you know, I know like I have to get a few things done and it won't even, it's not even a matter of hours for me to get it done. But I procrastinate, karti rahongi, karti rahongi, karti rahongi, ke haan, jab karna hoga, tab karnenge, usse jaldi se. So. And, and most people think procrastination is about lack of execution. Hmm. It is not. Procrastination is actually about lack of conviction or lack of clarity. So in that moment, if you catch yourself procrastinating, stop and take take score. Ask yourself, wait a minute, I, I think I'm pushing this because somewhere I'm no more convinced or I'm not convinced about the way we are going about it. And that requires, I would say, more awareness than other people because so many times we do not realize what is getting me to feel the way I'm feeling in this moment. So that is a big, uh, I would say, red flag for you to look at because yeah. no matter how convinced you are in the beginning of the project, in the middle of it, you just taper and then you feel, you start questioning and doubting yourself. Yeah. How do you, how do you keep that energy going? Like, how do you keep that interest going? And it's not just projects, it's also people. Like, I really get bored of people too soon. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how do you fix that? So, so let's look at it. Okay. Boredom is what? Boredom is me feeling the need that the thing should make me feel happier. The thing should engage me. The movie should entertain me. Hmm. Now, when we give all the responsibility of our joy and our excitement on other things and other people, and when they fail to entertain us, we feel, I think I'm bored of this person. But I, I would say switch gears and ask yourself, if I take responsibility of my engagement and my, say, ent- entertainment, how would I go about it? And then you would not expect other people to perform for you. You may find 15 people who would perform for you at different levels hmm. or people who would engage with you on, at, at, you know, in different activities for you to continue feeling that level of energy. So right. the core nature of your personality here is being is being elated, is being engaged, is Hmm. being turned on, if I may say, with the idea that you pick up. Now, that is your, and that is a shot. Like, it's like opening a fizz bottle, like a Coca-Cola or Pepsi bottle. So in the beginning, there is so much of, you know, fizz coming and you're like so excited about it. But in no time, it settles down. Now, you have to know that you can really create smaller checkpoints for you to constantly feel this way. I think that's the easiest way for you to deal with this particular problem. And please do not think that you have problem with execution. I think you're really mm-hmm. good with it. Right okay. now, you think that you have that problem and you keep repeating that to yourself, creating wrong assumptions about your own capacities. Hmm. Okay. Any other question you have? Yeah, you know, something with this, you know, when you when you spoke about lack of clarity, again, you know, I think that is a problem that I face a lot. And I would not start doing something till I'm 100% clear about step one, step two, step three, like a flow chart in my head and on the paper. I just don't start doing that. And sometimes I feel, okay, that wastes a lot of time and not just my time, but also people dependent on my, my decision making to start executing the work. So yeah. I think that's also like a big bottleneck in how I work as a founder and then how other people are also stuck because of me. So did you analyze something about that in my handwriting? Yes. 
Yes. So when we look at uh, execution or in this case, looking at a plan, looking at something that I would love to connect to in the future, this is about short term thinking or long term thinking. Yeah. Like most entrepreneurs are thought that you should have both of them in equal proportion. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is as a personality, you can have either of them. Either you think short term with like end result in mind or you think very long term with have more strategies in mind. Now, let's accept as a person, when I look at your writing, you think short term, like not very short term, but your overall goals are around three years down the line. And when you have uh, those those goals, you must have end result in mind, which is not like I would go there and figure it out. Exactly what would I do? How would I function? What will I achieve by doing this? When you yeah. ask these questions, these are really, really important questions. Mm. Now I'm going to ask you something, Shruti. Probably, uh, you know, probably you're struggling with your investors to convince them your approach or probably other people in your team are not getting what you're trying to say here. But does it happen? And I'm connecting both these points that we spoke. When you have complete clarity, when you have your end result defined for you, you go with complete aggression and complete energy to achieve that task. But when you lack it, when you do not have that clarity, you sit there and you keep postponing things. A lot, a lot. In fact, I I think that I keep avoiding meeting those people because I'm like, okay, if I ask them, what will I say? And it's not like I don't know, it's just that I don't have clarity. So I keep, uh, I'll keep avoiding people, I'll keep avoiding calls and I'll keep avoiding replying to emails and all of that. And uh, I know that, you know, it's not a solution to my problem, but, uh, and like, you know, I should at least keep communicating that, you know, I'm figuring things out. And uh, that is something that I've been working on myself for like last one year. Ke agar nahi ho hai, bhi bol do ke nahi ho hai. Uh, but now, I know that, point. yeah. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but here is a point. <laughs> now, when you have both these things going on, and I'm just going to give you a midway Hmm. Uh, tool or hack to try this out now every time every week you got to definitely work at realigning your clarity hmm. okay, okay so you have this large goal in mind which is three years down the line but you do not have clarity in the moment how this person how this project how this idea will actually help me get to that larger idea hmm. so sit down and make the notes every week about these questions that you have please do not ignore them because then what you'll end up doing is you pile up all the questions and they become one big blob in front of you and then you keep resisting Hmm. one of the things that you would have seen over and over again that you feel uninterested in your own business for phases in phases yeah yeah for a month you're like yeah i know i want to do it but i don't know whether i want to do it and that shows inconsistency to the other world Hmm. now it is very interesting and it's so beautiful when i look at your writing i don't see consistency as a problem when i look at your writing i do not think you're pessimistic or procrastinator which is very very interesting i do not see the problem of somebody who just wants to give excuses you're rather end result oriented but because you create all of this without understanding what is causing this problem you create in a way like a a monster out of this and the monster keeps chasing and all you do is you keep doing firefighting pretty much every day you have somebody (laughs) or the other chasing you that you got to do this you got to do that you got to finish this and then you wake up and you say, I don't think I'm enjoying my work. I'm enjoying my life. Whatever, like whatever the, the internal dialogue goes. My God, it's so true. 
<laughs> so sit down and evaluate everyday journaling will definitely help mm-hmm. and i want to give you that one question of journaling that would that would be very proper or matching your situation right now so write down your larger goal at the beginning mm-hmm. and every week or if possible every day ask yourself how what activities can i choose today that would allow me to achieve that larger goal okay because you you get focused on the very very minute goals and mm-hmm. then they be, and then lack priority so mm-hmm. definitely sit down and say what activities can i choose today that would help me achieve the larger goal now that question might be applicable to everybody uh, if you are really struggling with setting your focus or setting your priorities on on path every now and then so if you lose right. that and you do not know how to come back how to get back on that train again then this is the question that would help all right definitely i would want to try this now uh, let's go to the next segment it's called autograph please where okay. i'm going to talk about how your signature talks about things for which you're misunderstood okay yeah matlab okay, i don't know how accurate my signature would be because main choti thi na to main i would idealize my father about everything so i even copied okay. his signature so like i've sat down and i've copied his signature and now that has become my signature on all the official documents so i can't even go back to changing it so i want But, to ask you in your signature what do you write what are the letters there i don't know it's just some design my father used to do but one uh, letter is c for chaturvedi and uh, okay. yeah that's it and uh, and i and i put and an then, s now and i put an s now my father wouldn't put an s but i had to make it different some or the other way because all the documents would ma- match so i put an s on it okay yeah. so uh, just just to so so you know signatures talk about how people perceive you they talk mm-hmm. about how you want to be projected because these are official identities right yeah. your handwriting is about who you are but when you sign you want people to look at you in a certain way right. and all of us have some image that we are building we have some you know how we choose our profile pictures on instagram we yeah. make choices that would make us look a certain way similarly signature is like our lifetime profile picture if i may say that's why we think subconsciously about what all we want people to think about us and that's what i'm going to talk about now i'm i'm using the word misunderstanding specifically because when we project something that we are not aware of that leads to people understanding us in a different light that we are not hmm. and that's why that that misunderstanding <clears throat> is caused most of the time in your case people mostly feel that you are very analytical and you keep asking questions until cows come home and they find it extremely difficult to convince you about their point of view yes like this is what my friends have also told me as well that you know i think they use a better word to call it headstrong but uh, okay. yeah and <laughs> and I, i remember this friend telling me that you know you should also sometimes try getting yourself to be proven wrong so that you know you're open to different perspectives uh, that way but uh, yeah and you are very true about uh, about asking a lot of questions and i think sometimes i also come out as arrogant uh, just because i say it as it is and and i think i honestly don't have mental space to sugarcoat things and then you know take care of the other person's feelings or how are you going to feel about it because eventually the end message is the same so sometimes so i yeah, would I say up- i would say that that definitely happens but that is not misunderstanding that's how mm. who you are 
So this is like you, even in your real life, you speak the same way. I'm talking about yeah. misunderstanding where as a person, you are not somebody who would ask questions only for the heck of it. You are yeah. curious, but it comes across that you're trying to shoot people down by asking those questions. That yes, is not your objective. All the time. Yes. <laughs> And I've seen this more in my personal relationships. Yeah, I I think I've, uh, say for example, you know, like at home, like right now I'm at home and with my parents and they would do a lot of things which they don't have an answer to, you know, and I would be genuinely curious to ask, okay, where is this coming from? And sometimes I think, and I think usually Indian parents would be like, Haan, zaban mat chalao, or uh, question kyu kar rahe ho. So, and, and you know, it's very difficult to explain them that I'm not trying to argue. I'm actually genuinely curious why you are asking me to do this. And if you don't have an answer, let's find it out together. But I cannot communicate that uh, effectively now. Sure, I, I, I agree. And that is definitely something in your public image does not happen. If, if somebody mm-hmm. talks to you at in person and I'm not saying family but I'm saying so public image is a lot to do with how you react with other people Mm. how you react with people who are strangers but in your case it's also family because you don't live with your parents so now it's suddenly like a new space that that you are into any other question you have in your mind Hmm. I think uh, so when you when you speak about having a long term approach, how do you, you know, and this is a question, you know, and most entrepreneurs, you know, when you're meeting your investors, and they ask you, what's your vision? Like, what, how do you come up with the vision, you know, when somebody says, and you know, the reason I don't plan a lot of long term now is because I have done that in the past, and nothing works out the way you planned. And that's very disappointing. So I'm like, okay, ha, kal ka dekha, let's just plan two years. And then go forward, especially 2020, all of us had like such enormous plans. And everything just went out of the window, right? And uh, sure. that is quite disappointing, you know, when you have meticulously planned everything and you have aligned all your life goals accordingly and things don't go the way they are. And I think that's one of the reasons I started doing this one day at a time. Uh, so how do you balance both of it? Because, and that's so true, you need a vision at the end of it. You don't need a vision, but I also feel the commitment to a process is way more important. Like what you tell other people at times depends on the general, you know, direction in which you're moving. And you can tell them that this is what I have in mind, or this is the kind of impact I want to have or create at the end of the day, which is understandable. But when you literally come back and think about what do I want to achieve? What do I want to do? It is always about the process. When you write the stories that you do Hmm. or when you connect with people and you uh, come up with your perspective and you become the contribution, you know that how much it matters to you. You know how that is your perk of being in this process. Hmm. I feel being result oriented and while convincing the story to other people, most of the time you forget why you began the story yes. in your life. Yeah. Okay. So when I ask you to journal, I really want you to come back and constantly connect with your own story, your own perspective. And that is something most entrepreneurs do not keep in mind. They go, they begin something because they're passionate about it. As they go with investors and other external, you know, validation of the idea, hmm. they forget the whole passion for which they began the journey. This is and so this is true, you know, especially running a media company because, you know, you're trying to impress your readers. And this is something I even wrote on my Instagram yesterday that, you know, it's like this endless cycle. You want to keep uh, impressing your advertisers so you can impress your investors and so you can impress more readers. 
and it just never ends and it just gets tiring in your head that okay like this is not the wall dance i subscribed for right like this is not what i signed up for and this is not the reason why i started a company i could have done exactly. a job and i could have done all of this for other people yeah. now having said that uh, there's one of the authors i really like her name is maria popova mm-hmm. she runs this beautiful brain picking uh, yeah. newsletter and she was interviewed by someone and she was talking about this whole process of constantly writing articles and you know uh, subscribers liking it or not liking it and and constantly feeding the external mm-hmm. world and she said if i do not feel i am engaged with what i am doing i know in no time i will shut this and i will walk away from it mm-hmm. okay so it is very very important for me to know that i'm doing this and i'm also uh, satisfying the reader within So mm-hmm. yes I'm talking to the reader outside but if I'm not convinced if I do not feel turned on by what I'm doing and I'm using this word specifically because in your case if you don't have that enthusiasm and that experience while mm-hmm. walking on the journey you sit there and you start questioning all the results all the money all the perks that you have received Yeah but you know it's so, it's like a constant dialogue that keeps going you know I started as a writer and that's one thing that I don't do at all because now I've become a business person so I don't write at all anymore and uh, sometimes i think i've actually forgotten how to write and uh, it makes sense you know like i cannot be an artist and a business person at the same time because i see okay like being a business person like i have responsibility of a lot of people now that i have to fulfill and i cannot go back to fulfilling that passion anymore that that the whole yeah, thing but if you is. go completely away from it you would wonder why am i here exactly and if you if you take at least say 1 hour in your whatever schedule mm-hmm. busiest schedule that you have and it's okay i'm going to do this because it matters to me and yeah. if you create a, a routine or a mechanism in which you would do it say every week one piece for 1 hour of writing because you got to do it and you know mm. it's like how you nurture yourself if you if you feel your mind or body is not functional then no matter what you're doing and how well you're doing it you won't sustain it you won't mm-hmm. be able to enjoy it. so it's not for the end result it's not for other people but it's to make sure that you are enjoying the business that you're running absolutely thank you so much for this this is very very interesting and pretty true you know because about graphology i have i've always had this one reservation that it's not scientific that you know like how do you know because it's not like a legit science and uh, that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons that you know i keep i keep uh, i keep interest in it but okay i don't trust it a, a lot uh, how does it work really like how scientific is it or is it so, not at all uh, it is considered as a pseudo science because uh, for any subject to be, be scientific it has to be empirical which means multiple uh, people can come together multiple graphologists should say the same thing about the same sample hmm. and it did not happen when it was tested so as a label graphology received a pseudo science thappa on it <laughs> and that was like the biggest struggle hmm. few years ago when it was tested i look at it as a mathematical study and complete art because yeah. when you look at the strokes they mathematically talk about and with precision about how you think how you behave but it is also an art because to understand a human being which is such mm-hmm. a complex mechanism you can't put only numbers and talk about it you literally have to sit there and understand how these five behaviors are working together to create the results that we are talking about so i feel after more than 
I think 15,000 samples by now. When you constantly see something, your eye gets trained to see the the gaps and to see how people mm. think and why they see the way they see the whole world. So I feel that part is very artistic. And mm. that's why it is subjective to the person who's doing it. But there is a mathematical part. Like I could not have spoken with so much of accuracy and confidence about you without having the mathematical precision of the subject the way it has so i think hmm. it's both wonderful you know you know as you as i see you speak with so much of conviction and so much of passion there's this one question that i have and that's one thing that i think it struggles me and a lot of my entrepreneurial friends as well is this constant uh, you know having to choose between having a work life balance like do you want to be a hustler or do you want to have a balanced happy life or do you want to be rich or do you want to be happy और ये कॉन्सेप्ट चलता ही रहता है हमेशा मतलब सम डेज यू नो आई वॉन्ट टू बी आउट देयर एंड डू एवरीथिंग सम डेज आई एम लाइक ओके आई जस्ट वॉन्ट बी होम एंड जस्ट डू माई वर्क एंड लिव अ पीसफुल हैप्पी लाइफ सो हाउ डज वन कम टू मिड वे टू दिस कॉन्वर्जेशन ऑल द टाइम यू नो बिकॉज यू स्टार्टअप्स अराउंड यू ग्रोइंग रेजिंग फंड एंड ग्रोइंग दर वैल्यूएशन एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट एंड यू नो यू डोंट वॉन्ट टू गेट इन टू दैट रेस बट यू ऑल्सो वॉन्ट टू i i hear you completely so i would say first thing as a person you must accept that every 3 to 5 years as a woman you know this for sure that you keep changing as a person mm. so your priorities right now what do you think are your ultimate priorities and your desires and your dreams will change mm. and they will become something else you know you are you will feel about your same business in a different way i look at creating a plan as a guideline to function but with most entrepreneurs that i have worked with i i really talk a lot about having everyday alignment and everyday choice to do what you're doing so it has to feel the process has to wake you up you know process has to make you feel that this is worth the shot if you feel disengaged with the process it's like a player okay you might be a, uh, you might become a captain but if you mm-hmm. really like the game that you're playing you want to play the game you also want to become a captain yes and you want to win all the matches but you also want to play the game if you do not get to play the game it is not as much fun and then people suffer so people do get funding they get every every tick mark required mm-hmm. but they then develop physical problems or suddenly you know get heart attacks and and go through tremendous amount of stress mm-hmm. the hustle is important like i feel every day on an average i work land up working like 12 to 14 hours a day but the hustle is nurturing then you don't feel exhausted if the hustle mm. is not nurturing then you are like oh my god why am i doing it so it's not what you do it's <clears throat> about how you feel about what you do hmm you know you should actually so that, quote this after trying all high performance hacks the only thing i can talk about if you feel inspired to do the act activities that you're doing in a day mm. is the only way to win long term you can win short term by just having many dogs chasing you and just you performing for the world yeah. and putting the performance that yes i'm doing it yes i'm ticking all the boxes but the actual genuine growth in long run will come when you wake up and you feel inspired excited connected to do things that matter to you and that will require and what do you do when you don't feel inspired like what what do you do on the days you wake up and you don't feel inspired anymore so you accept that and that's okay it's okay not to feel inspired mm-hmm. but i have a rule okay so i say okay for example 
I want to cultivate this whole yoga practice as my practice or I've been meditating for many years. So I say there are days where you don't feel like being on the mat. You don't feel like doing anything. Hmm. Now, the rule is you just go and sit on the mat for five minutes. If Hmm. you cannot do that day, any workout, just show up. Show up every single day and just see what all you can do. But do not lie to yourself. Do not push pressure. Do not like really force yourself to do things you don't mean to do. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That is very, very important. That's very, very important. And how to know that? By journaling. You will create your own GPS mechanism to know how much am I lying? How much am I enjoying? How much inspired I am? Now, if you really expect or desire your life to be from one inspirational moment to another, to another, to another, if you start journaling around it, you'll be surprised how you start seeing your life being on that path. Hmm. And I'm saying this after experimenting with many, many, many people. So give it a shot. Definitely. I'm very excited. I've been, I've been journaling for quite, like I've been practicing the flow stroke for quite some time now. And uh, yeah, let's see how this goes. So all the best. And Thank I'm so happy so that we had this very quick, but at the same time, very pointed conversation yeah. about an entrepreneur. Thank, Thank you. you Thank so you much. for joining Bye-bye. Bye. Like Shruti, most of us judge ourselves from other people's perspective. And that is the biggest problem. The tool of graphology can really give an objective picture. Did you learn something about yourself? Does your handwriting move up or do you struggle with keeping your focus? Let me confess, I feel surprised every single day. I meet strangers and through almost 800 traits in handwriting, I get to know some minute and specific aspects about their lives. It's a treat. Let's ride this curiosity further in our next segment, Graphology Tool of the Week. We will be looking at the stroke of stubbornness today. In this segment, keep some handwriting samples in front of you. I highly recommend writing spontaneously on an unruled paper. If you want the specific instructions I use while creating a handwriting sample and the images of the stroke I'm about to describe, then visit aditisurana.com slash podcast and look for episode number 79. Has it happened to you when people cannot convince you, they walk away with a passing remark? You won't listen. You're just stubborn. Or do you realize in the middle of an argument that you're incorrect, but you feel it is too late to back off, so you hold on to your point anyways, only because now you're committed to it? Does that mean you're stubborn? One more example. You have a feeling that your husband or your wife is rigid for no good reason. After the decision is made, There is no scope of discussion. You do not say it out loud, but you do judge them for being stubborn. Are they really stubborn or just firm? Let me put all these speculation to rest. Look for the lowercase letter D in the writing sample in front of you. Now zoom in and only look at the vertical line. If you see a gap in that vertical line, as if a person is standing with his legs apart, Do you remember the Saudhan Vishram or at ease attention that we did while growing up? Now, if the D letter shows Vishram or at ease position, then that is a stubbornness D. More the gap, the more stubbornness shown by the person. Let me repeat. If the vertical line in the lowercase D shows a gap at the bottom, then that shows the person is stubborn. If you would like to be really clear about this point, then check out the diagram in the link aditisurana.com slash podcast. This stroke means the writer does not leave his position easily. Once he makes up his mind, 
फिर तो स्वयं भगवान भी उन्हें कन्विंस नहीं कर सकते यू मे थिंक ओ माई अदिति आई डू हैव द स्ट्रोक ऑफ स्टबननेस वॉट डू आई डू नाउ हाउ डू आई डील विद इट और यू से आई नो माई हजब इज स्टबन बट आई कैन फाइंड दिस डैम डी इन हिज राइटिंग वॉट इज दैट मीन फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल डू नॉट जज योर सेल्फ फॉर द अदर पर्सन आई विल आंसर ऑल दीज क्वेश्चन एंड मोर ऑन आर फ्राइडे एपिसोड वॉट डज इट मीन टू बी स्टबन Why being rigid is your only go-to mechanism, and more importantly, what can you do to deal with your or someone else's stubbornness? Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. Let me know how you like this graphology-filled episode. If you have had some eureka moments, and if this episode has impacted you in any way, then be the first one to create that impact on others. Pay it forward. Look at someone's handwriting and see if you can help them in any way. let me know your experience thank you again for being part of this wonderful journey if you like this podcast then don't forget to check out other interesting podcast on ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on our social media we are at ivm podcast on twitter facebook and instagram let's connect on friday till then happy writing Hi, I'm DJ, one of the presenters of the Edges and Sledges cricket podcast. I'm based in London and host the podcast along with my friend from school, Varun, who's based in Singapore, and his brother Ashwin, who's based in the US. We've all been massive fans of Indian cricket all our lives, and despite living in three different time zones and having pretty busy professional lives, we decided to start our own cricket podcast in March 2018. After putting out 59 episodes on our own, We were delighted to join IVM in May 2019, becoming the first pre-existing podcast to be picked up by India's largest podcast network. We've chatted with some awesome people, had some fantastic cricketing conversations along the way. But the main reason we do this every week is to have fun discussing the same cricket topics and issues that you guys are talking about every day in your living rooms. We're fans, not experts, so expect us to be honest. We really hope you decide to join us every week on the podcast. Entertainment is like food for the brain. It's a window to culture and a great way to understand the world around us. The internet has changed what it means to be an entertainer, creating new storytellers with millions of fans. It has spawned a new breed, the story sellers, those behind the scenes creating the business for this ecosystem. They work with brands, platforms and channels who are keen to capitalize on an audience hungrier than ever for more stories. I am Vineet Kanabar and I have a ringside view to how stories are told and sold. On my show, I bring you creators, artists, executives and marketers for a freewheeling conversation around the business of entertainment. Tune in to Storytellers and Storysellers for personal stories, analysis and criticism every Thursdays as I talk to the brightest minds telling or selling great stories today.